In an offseason where the Chicago Bulls theoretically have to make a lot of key decisions, what are the Bulls' biggest priorities in this upcoming offseason? We're going to talk about that, plus another summer and another Zach Levine to the Los Angeles Lakers rumor. We're going to debunk that. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. If you want to follow me, you can do so right off the top at CEO Hayes on every social media platform that I am on or I want you to find me on is the case. You can also follow the show at Bulls Central Pod, but let's go ahead and get into it. So this is an offseason where there are a lot of questions surrounding not only what the Chicago Bulls are going to do with some of their own free agents, but also what are they going to do with the roster overall, a roster that while it's shown some promise, especially on the, on the back half of the season, has tons of questions around it between Lonzo Ball's injury and what to do to really replace that point guard situation to, you know, free agents, uh, our pending free agents, Nikola Vucevic, Kobe White, we got Javante Green. We got a lot of pending free agents, most of which I think are probably going to be on their way out. But what, what, what are the Bulls' real priorities in this upcoming offseason? And I'm going to address them kind of in the order that they're probably going to happen and need to be addressed, and that's first up. Not necessarily that it's it's higher of a priority list than the other ones, but one of the first things that the Bulls are going to have to address is do they get in this NBA draft, right? That's one of the biggest questions. How do they get in the NBA draft? How important is it that they get in the NBA draft? And while, you know, we do have a 1.8% chance at the number one overall pick and an 8.5% chance at, hold, at keeping our pick overall, otherwise it's going over to uh, the Orlando Magic, it's still a big question on, how can the Bulls get in this draft? Because it does help them add some talent, some cheaper talent to this team as well. In a, in a time where the team is strapped for cash and does not have a lot of cash assets at their disposal. So they can, you know, but the one right way is, and we're going to know this, <laughs> this upcoming Tuesday, do they get to hold on to their own pick? Because if they do, that gives them a top four pick in this draft, able to add a talent that could definitely change the future for the Chicago Bulls and how they go about building this roster do they then kick some things down the can do they get a transcendent star do they luck up and get victor Wimbiana, which would completely change the trajectory of this team even in i would even say falling anywhere in that top four you get a talent that is going to drastically help you in your pursuit of getting closer to being a contending team now it's not going to pay off initially you have to wait for that talent to develop and what the Bulls do over that development time is going to be hugely telling for the team overall. So that's one of the things, priorities outside of that, the Chicago Bulls and this ability to maybe get Portland's pick, right? Or, or to make some type of deal with Portland. For those that don't know, just to kind of dumb it down, the Bulls have Portland's lottery protected pick all the way up until 2028. And because that pick rolls every year up until then, the Portland Trailblazers cannot trade any of their future first round picks because it's basically old to the Bulls until a, a pick actually conveys. And for the Portland Trailblazers, a team that their star Dame Lillard has already put pressure on that franchise to compete now, right? And they doesn't want, you know, to be part of any more rebuilds. The Portland Trailblazers can't use those picks to even go after veteran talent now because it's old to the Bulls. So the Bulls could get in the draft. This is something we've talked about a little bit before here. They could talk to Portland and say, hey, we'll remove that protection for your first round pick outright this year or next year. That's a potential. Right now, the Portland Trailblazers may not want to do that because it is a lottery level pick and the Bulls are all owed a pick outside of the lottery. 
Or the Bulls could say, hey, we will remove those protections, but let's get that New York Knicks pick that you have that I think is between 21 and 23, and maybe even sweeten it with, with a future second or something like that. Now, while somebody, and I know Bulls fans are going to say, well, we're going to do that for a 20, a, a pick in the 20s, this draft is a deep draft. And while you're not getting the transcendent type um, talent level, probably at 20, 21, 23, whatever it is, you can get, a again, a cheaper talent in a team that needs to, to save some money because of ownership. And you also get still a nice future star. This is a deep draft. You can get, especially if they if they draft well and they and they scout well, you can get a hell of a pick in the 20s. So, you know, that's another option for the Chicago Bulls. So I'm putting that first up. What do they do to get in this draft? Next up, the decisions around Nikola Vucevic and Kobe White. And the reason why that is so important is because it's going to tell how much of our mid-level exception that we can use or will use because, again, we know that this, is, this, is, this franchise likes to avoid the luxury tax, but it also it kind of points in the direction of how much change is really going to come to this team. If you re-sign both Kobe and Vooch, just by the nature of contracts, unless you're making a major move and trading a major piece on this roster, that's going to just indicate that the Bulls are not going to have a huge change to the roster this season. They're just not going to, if they bring back both those players, like I said, unless there's a trade, you bring back both those players, you still have your mid-level exception, you have a biannual exception that I don't expect the Bulls to use because it's the Chicago Bulls, but you, you, you have to make a decision on those two players, and that is, in a way, going to dictate what the future is for this team and how much this team will stay the same heading into next season. And then after that, picking an overall direction, right? And that could be done by those other two things. I think if you go, if you get a top four pick in this draft or if you trade for uh, or, or make a move to get a pick out of Portland, that kind of indicates what direction this Bulls team is going to go either way. If you re-sign Nikola Vucevic and Kobe White, that also really indicates and puts you on a path to that direction. But the Bulls have to pick that. And by that, I mean you have to either develop these young players that you have on your roster. This world that the Bulls have tried to live in for the last two seasons of competing while still having enough youth, uh, but not really investing heavily in that youth. Now, again, Patrick Williams has been up and down. Iowa was way more down than up in his second year after having a pretty good rookie year. You got Dale and Terry there. We don't know what the hell's going on with Marco Simonovich, but you have to pick a, a, a spot. You have to pick a direction for this roster overall and how you're going to support what the needs of this roster are. Does that mean making a big trade to go after a Trey or Tyus Jones, right? Something like that. Or does it mean you're going to run it back, kind of let the, the season come to its conclusion, and you have your own first-round pick in 2024 to then naturally be in whatever you end up in? So that's kind of the, the thing, the priority list that I have for the Chicago Bulls and things that they need to address and things that are going to be answered kind of early in, in, in offseason. We'll know if they get in the draft or not, right? We'll know that by the end of June. We'll know that around the same time, what's going on with Nikola Vucevic, what's going on with Kobe White. Big things to, for the Bulls to decide in those areas, and we'll see where it ends up turning out. All right, let's move into the next topic for today, and that is another season, another offseason, another rumor of Zach Levine going to the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Now, uh, uh, Bleacher Report's Zach Buckley came up with an article, and this article was basically saying the uh, perfect trade uh, 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 target for each team. And for the Los Angeles Lakers, he put down Zach Levine, and in this article, he talked about how the the, the Lakers could be motivated, and he and he's the perfect um you know asset for a a star team. And it's like, listen, you gotta have assets. And one thing that the Los Angeles Lakers now they did get to work this past uh, trade deadline, but they moved almost every movable asset they had. 
even though some of those weren't to be expected, the constant offseason rumors of Zach Levine going to the Los Angeles Lakers and wanting to be there is something that's never going to experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Stop. Let me be clear. If you're a Chicago Bulls fan, every offseason, you know as much as you, you, what, what we're going to get as Bulls fans every offseason. How can Derrick Rose come back to the Chicago Bulls, right? Um, that's what we're going to get. We're going to get uh, a bunch of trade targets from fans that we, the Bulls can't realistically trade for. And we're, and you're going to get Bulls fans that are upset every time a marquee free agent signs somewhere that, and it's not the Chicago Bulls, even though that player may not fit the Bulls, either timeline schedule or whatever it is. But outside of those, you're going to also get Zach Levine going to the Los Angeles Lakers, right? And it's not, going to happen the Lakers do not have the assets the tradable assets for a player of Zach's caliber now I know that they could be in the mix for Kyrie Irving but that's a different type of permutations Zach isn't a free agent which means you would have to trade and I don't think that if the Bulls were to trade Zach Levine the Lakers wouldn't be the destination unless you get another team involved because the Bulls are going to want some draft picks back even at the trade deadline which I think that rumor was debunked of him potentially going to the New York Knicks it was involving three first-round picks. The Lakers don't have that. So, you know, when you hear these articles and see things like this where it talks about Zach Levine potentially going to the Los Angeles Lakers, collectively, as Bulls fans, I need us to look at it and say, ha-ha, no, right? That's what I need to happen because it's not happening. It's not realistic. Zach Levine is not going to the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, if that some somehow, by magic, a third team gets involved and something Outside of, of, of expectations happen, I'll be here and say, ain't no Hayes was tripping. But as of right now, it doesn't look like there's a, a realistic way that works out for both teams in which that would ever happen. And AK has already said they are not going full rebuild. They are not tearing it down. And that would absolutely be tearing it down. Now, I know some Bulls fans want to see that happen, but it's not going to, at least not this offseason. So next offseason, when the Bulls own their own first round pick, you, you never know what could happen. But at least right now, it's probably not happening, player. It's probably not happening. Now, before we go as well, there are some in that same article, um, as far as perfect trade targets for each team, Tyus Jones was listed as a trade target for the Chicago Bulls. There's also another article, I think on, uh, I can't remember which, I've read so many Bulls publications, where they had Christian Wood listed as the, as the perfect acquisition this offseason for the Chicago Bulls. And here's what I'll say, right? I've talked about both these players heavily. Um, I've talked about how Tyus Jones could come in be a facilitator, a little bit, bring a little bit of scoring, but the main thing that he would bring is a player that, that knows how to play with other scores, that doesn't need to be a high-priority list as far as the scoring breakdown himself to get his own shots. He doesn't get turnovers. He doesn't turn the ball over. He has a high assist-to-turnover ratio. He's efficient when he does shoot, decide to shoot the ball. Tyus Jones would be a nice acquisition for the Chicago Bulls. The biggest thing that would hold that back from happening is the contract of it. 
Tyus Jones has a $14.5 million contract. We already talked about with the Chicago Bulls. That is not a contract that's easily accessible for the Bulls. You're then looking at moving to DeMar, moving to Alice Caruso, unless you can, like, work out a sign. If they just want Io DeSumo to come in and be their, their backup there, you can work out a signing trade. But even then, you still need to add some considerable contracts to that deal to get it done. I don't know if Tyus Jones is a realistic trade target for the Chicago Bulls. He is one that I would love. And I also, that's kind of why I'm, I also like his brother, Trey Jones, as well, because Trey Jones is a restricted free agent. We could throw our mid-level exception at him. But Tyus Jones, I don't necessarily know, is realistic. Now, Christian Wood. I brought up Christian Wood before on the, on the list of deals. If Vooch does end up leaving, how the Bulls could potentially work out a double signing trade with the Dallas Mavericks if he goes to the Mavericks for Christian Wood. But if Vooch leaves and goes to another team, the Bulls are left holding the bag. The biggest question at that point is, because you're not working out a sign-and-trade, is can you convince Christian Wood to come for, to the Bulls for, for the full mid-level exception? Now, if Vooch does not re-sign, the Bulls have more room to use that full mid-level exception because then they're not clo as close to the luxury tax. But let's keep in mind this, and this is the biggest thing. What everyone and every fan that's saying, move Vooch now, let Vooch walk, it doesn't work out the way that if Vooch walks, you get that same amount of money to just use to replace him. And I'm sorry for the Bulls fans that say, just put Andre Drummond in the starting lineup. You will find out very quickly, Andre Drummond in the starting lineup is not going to work out the way that you think it's going to work out. So I would expect the Bulls to look for something. And the biggest thing is there is that you know, if you avoid that luxury tax, would Christian Wood even come for a, a contract that works out to be about $12 million on the initial year? And then he gets his, his salary increases year after year after that. Um, but Christian Wood... It's something to watch. It is a player. He is a player to watch as we go forward into this offseason. Um, again, doesn't bring very much more defense than Vooch, but I think he brings a little bit more. He also doesn't necessarily have the rebounding acumen or the scoring acumen of Nikola Vucevic, even though he can score. And I think that in a third row, Christian Wood could definitely, you know, find his way scoring. And Christian Wood improved a lot last season. And to me, a player that I wasn't necessarily as high on Christian Wood Last season, when everybody was kind of talking about the chances of him coming to the Bulls, I have come around on that a little bit, seeing how he played and specifically how he played with Luka last season. Now, they had to stagger their minutes some. I think he can fit more seamlessly into the starting lineup if he, if he was an acquisition for us. But again, so those are kind of things to watch. And because the way that as being a fan of this team for a long time, um, for my whole life, is that when you start hearing the same person's name come up, that means to me that there have been some internal talks. Now, you have some player's name that just keeps circling around the Bulls, but that's more fan-generated, a la Miles Turner, who never was a real target for the Bulls, or a la Rudy Gobert, who the Bulls never really seemed to – they never really had the package to go after him. But these are, are players that are being brought up. Casey Johnson has brought him up. These are players that, if you read mailbags, even Sam Smith, I think, has brought up Christian Wood. And when you start hearing that, to me, that indicates that somebody, some at some level – Maybe the team is looking at those players. And the, the name of Tyus Jones, the name of Christian Wood keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. So be on the lookout there if there is something. I still think the higher probability than not is that we're going to run it back. We're going to re-sign Nikola Vucevic. We're going to re-sign Kobe. And for a team that doesn't like to go into the luxury tax, there's a high probability rerun most of this back this season, maybe with a change at the point guard position. But, you know, we'll see how it ends up shaking out for the Bulls. I think overall, um, if the Bulls, the biggest thing first is that if the Bulls do get into the lottery, to me, that kind of indicates that we're trying to bring in talent at a cheaper deal because 
They are going to re-sign Kobe. They are going to re-sign Nikola Vucevic. They may even be re-signing Io DeSumun. So look out for that expectation. Look, Just look out for that, and we'll continue to monitor it. We'll continue to talk about it as things change and the ebbs and flows of the offseason go on. You guys can be staying tuned in right here at Chicago Bulls Central because we're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. But thank you for tuning in for another episode of the podcast. Make sure you're following us at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the show, our mailbag episodes are on weekends, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.